Welcome to The Daily Buzz, and happy Friday. I'm your host, Palak Jaiswal. It's good to be back, and thank you to Jeff for covering for me yesterday. Let's talk about housing. Well, we'll leave it up to reporter Tony Semerad and managing editor Grant Burningham to chat about Utah's real estate market. With us to talk about housing in the Beehive State is Tony Semerad. Tony, thank you for talking to us today. Hello, everybody. Everybody's favorite topic how is real estate doing this quarter? The latest numbers show we're continuing some of these pandemic trends we've been seeing over the last two and a half years. Namely, uh, prices are up quite dramatically, double digits in all five counties along the Wasatch Front. Salt Lake County's median is reached $650,000 at one point in March and has settled back to about 629. That's a gain of about 27% over the same time last year. Sales are also way down, as you might expect. We also have a sort of an added trend of mortgage interest rates rising. They, they were bumped up by the Federal Reserve by a quarter of a percent. And uh, depending on who you're getting your mortgage from, that can be as high as five and a quarter to five and a half percent right now. And so it seems like interest rates rising should be slowing the house prices going up. Is that not happening? No, um, quite the reverse. Underlying all of this, of course, is, is Utah's very resilient and sharply rebounding economy coming out of the pandemic. That's drawing a lot of people to the state. And that kind of over overlay of demand is kind of uh, thwarting a lot of what you would think would be the, the normal effects of, of interest rate. There are signs of that the tightness of the market is easing just a little bit. Things like the, the number of days on market are kind of creeping up a little bit. There are some signs of some sellers kind of lowering their prices as, as things languish on the market a little bit. But overall, the the trend is definitely not a, a slowdown. It, the price increases are accelerating. One of the popular thoughts on this is to blame Californians. Is this California's fault that our prices here are going up? I've heard that too. And California is certainly a, a source of in-migration. Its residents are coming here. But Utahns have a tendency to, to blame in-migration where population growth which of course has outstripped the whole rest of the country over the last decade in Utah at 18.4%, I believe. That, that's largely driven by our higher than average birth rate. So, I mean, you can blame California, it makes you feel better, but um, it, that's only part of the factor. Million dollar zip codes, what are they and where are they? Alpine had reached that mark in the, the last two quarters. We now have Huntsville in Weber County, joining that bracket, a traditional kind of market of upscale um, second homes, vacation homes, and that we're close behind, um, likely to enter that uh, echelon in maybe the second quarter of this year, maybe the third quarter, or our Draper in suburban Salt Lake County and 84103 zip code in, in Salt Lake City, which is uh, spreads over Capitol Hill and the avenues in and, and federal heights. So these would be zip codes where you, the average house is a million dollars. Yeah, the, the, the median, which is the price right in the middle of all the prices, right? Any signs that this is a bubble? Observers of the market think this slowdown is going to continue, but it's easily going to take two to three years to unwind. And judging from the pace of 
how that unwound in past inflationary kind of periods where interest rates started to go up. It could take two or three years. Um, but uh, like I said, there are there are some signs, but in terms of a sort of a dramatic drop, a bursting bubble, nobody's really predicting that, unfortunately. Where does this leave first-time home buyers, uh, middle-class home buyers, even? It seems like there's a whole swath of the state which is getting priced out. Yeah, absolutely. And the first-time buyer, buyers coming in with somewhat below median um, wages in the area, young families, they're all getting squeezed quite hard. You have to remember this is against a backdrop of rents rising pretty dramatically. Those are up, you know, maybe 20% over last year. So there, there, there's no way in which this isn't a squeeze for a significant number of people in the state. Tony, thank you for talking. Hey, you bet. Thank you, Grant. Thanks, guys. Next, reporter Caitlin Bancroft discusses which road intersections Utahns thought were the most dangerous. Do an internet search for most dangerous roads in Utah, and chances are you'll find a lot of ideas. We recently asked readers which roads and intersections they consider the most hazardous in the state. The survey received 75 responses, with some answers listing only a road or an intersection and others listing both. Parish Lane in Centerville was the most commonly named stretch of dangerous road. One woman in Layton said she lived in Centerville for six years and never felt safe with how the I-15 exit 319 off-ramp merges onto Parish Lane. Another wrote that Parish Lane going east is terrible because the left lane turns into a left turn onto northbound I-15, and the straight lane becomes a left turn onto the frontage road. When it comes to intersections, almost every respondent listed a different location. A Salt Lake City resident said he's nearly been hit multiple times at 700 East and 200 South in Salt Lake. And one woman said she was never more scared of crossing the road than at 3300 South and State Street in Salt Lake City. Thanks, Caitlin. Drive safe out there. The Utah Department of Health reported that weekly COVID-19 cases are going up, with nearly 1,700 new cases reported last week. That's more than a 50% increase than the previous week. There were also seven new COVID deaths. And to close us off today, I want to highlight a moving story from Courtney Tanner about a BYU student who has gone viral for wearing a rainbow gown to graduation. Jillian Orr, a psychology major, knew she wanted to protest her time at the school because she felt she had to hide her true identity for years. Her sister helped her sew in a rainbow pride flag to the inside of her blue graduation robe, and when she went out to collect her diploma, she opened her gown to show it off. Or told Courtney, this was for all of us who are LGBTQ here. You can read the full story now at sltrib.com. That's all today for The Daily Buzz. A huge thank you to the Salt Lake Tribune's Shoal Cardenas for editing The Daily Buzz today. And shout out to the Salt Lake City band, The Pelicants, for our music. <laughs>